once you have one success, you can pivot your focus and say, great, when is my next opportunity to do that again? And soon it'll become second nature. And at some point, if you stay mindful and intentional about allowing yourself to open up and show who you are and show your true energy at work, you will get to a point where that is your natural way of communicating and you will come off as confident without even trying very much. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you listening. Today's episode is a solo episode. It is just me. And for season four, I am back to weekly episodes. I am so excited. They're going to be about half interview episodes, half solo episodes. And today's episode is all about something that I know is super top of mind and super important for a lot of working women. And that is the topic of speaking up and sharing our ideas and physically speaking at work with strength, and with confidence. And this is something that so many of us really want to do. And in this episode, I walk through some tips on how to get there and actually give you a concrete exercise, a physical exercise that you can do at home that can begin to help you build confidence. I'm so, so, so excited to walk you through it. And this is an interactive episode. So I just wanted to give you a heads up that at around the 25-ish minute mark of this episode, there is a part where I ask you to actually physically get up and do a simple exercise, which will really help you, and I can't wait for you to do it. If you want even more instruction and you want to see me doing the exercise that I talk about in this episode, I have filmed myself doing it in the Facebook group, and this will all make sense once you actually get to it. But if you want more instruction, or you just want to see what it looks like to have someone do the exercise, if you go into the Facebook group, you will see me doing it. And in the show notes, I have linked to the Facebook group so that you can find it easily, but it is called The Art of Speaking Up, and it should be pretty easy to find. And with that, I'm going to get into the content of today's episode, and I'm so excited for you to hear it, and I hope you enjoy listening as much as I enjoyed recording. And now it's time to get into the content of today's episode, which I am so, so, so excited about because this is some of the most fun stuff. This is the stuff that I find really playful and really freeing. So everything that I'm going to be talking about all ladders up to one goal. And I think it's a goal that so many of us want, that so many of us relate to. And that goal is the goal of speaking up in a way that looks confident to the people around us. So when we're presenting, when we're speaking, when we're delivering information, we want to do so in a way that makes us look strong and powerful and confident to those around us. And I think that this is something that all of us pretty much want. I feel like this is the dream, right? It's the dream to be the confident, powerful woman. Who doesn't want that dream? 
but it can be really, really difficult if you're struggling with self-confidence, if you don't feel good about speaking up in the first place, and if you even have some dread or some fear around it, then you know that even going from being fearful to a neutral place can be a very hard thing to do, right? Going from fearful to neutral is difficult when you're feeling afraid or you're not feeling confident. And so it's even more difficult then to go from neutral to feeling strong and confident and amazing, right? And I think that this is really important. And what I really want to remind you and just drive home with everything that I'm talking about and everything that I'm saying is that any starting point that you have is okay, This advice is for you, whether you are very, very scared to speak up or whether you feel okay speaking up, but you just want to tweak your communication style. When it comes to building confidence and when it comes to your professional journey and when it comes to speaking up with more strength, you can improve and you can grow in confidence no matter what your starting point is. So I never want you to hear any of the advice or anything in here and think, well, like I'm too scared to even implement this, or my confidence is so low that I can't even do this. This is for everyone because it takes the greatest strength to grow and improve when you are struggling the most. And I just want to repeat that for emphasis. It takes the most strength to grow and improve when you are struggling the most. It is the easiest to grow and improve when you are not struggling. So if you are someone who's struggling and you're wanting to build confidence and you find yourself having a thought of, oh, I like I can't do these exercises. I can't follow this advice. It's not going to work for me because I'm so awkward. I'm so shy. I'm so afraid. I'm so insecure. I just want you to understand that by virtue of taking even the smallest step and saying, how can I improve in this small, achievable way? By virtue of having the courage to do that, you're building way, way, way more strength and you're being way more courageous than someone who has it all together and is pretty much confident most of the time and is just looking to improve a little bit here and there. Having the courage to accept yourself where your starting point is and to not give up because you feel like you're struggling is a huge accomplishment in and of itself. And so I just want to message to you that this advice and these tips are for you to try no matter how difficult you might find it to speak up and feel okay at work. And let me tell you that I am someone who has struggled so much speaking up in all kinds of situations. I've struggled speaking to groups. I've struggled with nerves and anxiety speaking to, you know, more senior people one-on-one. I've had all sorts of situations where I've really had to work through that. And what I have found, what has been most effective for me in building solid, stable, sustainable confidence is being very accepting and okay with wherever I am at any given moment. Because the second I start judging myself or spiraling into shame and thinking, why am I like this? Why am I this way? Why am I broken? Why am I so awkward? Not only does it make me feel so, so horrible, but it puts my attention exactly where I don't want my attention to be. It puts my attention on the negative and prevents me from asking myself if there are any small, sustainable, achievable changes that I can begin to move in the direction of. 
So when I talk to you on this episode and any time on this show about showing up big, about conveying confidence, about speaking up confidently, I just want you to know that all that means is showing up a little bigger than you're showing up now and showing up with a little more confidence than you're showing up with now. It doesn't have to be some huge, big, dramatic change, right? It's just a little step. Because little steps add to little steps add to little steps. And then eventually, if you stick it out and you're patient and you're gentle with yourself and you give yourself the time and the space to actually grow, those little steps do eventually turn into big steps. And you look back and think, wow, I've come a really long way. And that's what I want for you. So the goal for this episode is to help you move towards speaking up with confidence and to really help you be able to speak at work, to communicate at work in a way that you feel good about and in a way that allows people to perceive you at your greatest potential. And I want to make a distinction here because when we talk about speaking up with confidence, when I talk about speaking up with confidence, There are two components to it, and I want to be clear which one I'm focusing on because they're both important and they're different. The first component is being confident in the content of what you have to share. That is very different from being confident in the way you speak, the sound of your voice, right? Being confident in the content that you have to share is all about being brave enough to take the risk of sharing a piece of information when you don't know if it's right or you don't know how other people are going to receive it. And I'm going to do an episode on that later in the season. But this episode is being confident in the way you speak. So being confident in the tone of your voice and the energy that you give off. And it's really all about you communicating and speaking in a way where if you saw yourself, you'd say, wow, she's really strong. She's confident. She's interesting. She's the type of person that I want to listen to. She's the type of person that I find really engaging. So it's all about you getting closer to that vision for yourself. And I think it's really important when it comes to building confidence and speaking up with confidence, I think it's important to define what that looks like for you. And the most wonderful thing about defining what it looks like for you is we don't all have to sound the same way when we feel strong and confident. And in fact, we shouldn't all sound the same way when we feel strong and confident. That would be so horrible. We would lose out on so much of the wonderful individuality that we all bring to the table. So in my mind, we absolutely are not all aiming for the same communication style. We are aiming for our own authentic communication style. So when we talk about building confidence and when I talk about speaking up with confidence, what I'm talking about is speaking in a way that feels really, really good to you. It feels authentic and you feel like you're being strong and confident in a way that is truly you and not in a way that you feel like you are supposed to be, right? And this is something that I really struggled with early in my career when I was getting feedback and I was trying to use my voice more and speak up more in meetings and I would get feedback on how I should be coming off as confident and it really didn't resonate with me and I had a hard time implementing it because it wasn't authentic to who I was. It was a very masculine alpha way of communicating, which there is absolutely nothing objectively wrong with that. It's just that I realized 
that my truest confidence and the way that I express strength and confidence comes off much more in terms of being excited, engaged, animated. Those were really the true forms of confidence for me. And when I tried these other more like intense techniques of communicating, it felt so weird to me. It felt funny. It didn't feel like me. And so it wasn't sustainable. It didn't last and it didn't work. So as you think about finding your voice and you think about speaking up with confidence, one of the most important and powerful things you could do is pay attention to what feels good. It should always feel good. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not scared. It doesn't mean that you don't have nerves. But when we're authentic, when we're being who we are, we can feel it. And when we're not being who we are, there's an incongruence there. There's a feeling that something feels off. And if you're building confidence and you're trying to communicate with more strength, you don't want to do so in a way that doesn't feel good, right? The whole reason that you're trying to speak more confidently is because you do want to feel good. So if you're going to evolve your communication style, you might as well evolve it in a way that is genuine to you and in a way that feels good to you. So what I would advise that you do as an initial step is I would really try to tune into and really pay attention to what you sound like and how you come off when you're at your strongest, when you feel your best, when you feel excited, when you feel focused, when you feel enthusiastic, when you feel happy. And for many of you, that might be not a work setting. That might be when you're hanging out with your friends. That might be when you're explaining or talking about something that you are genuinely excited about around people who you feel very comfortable around. It's really important for you to tune into the sound and the vibe and the energy of your confident, strong communication so that you know what it feels like, so that you know that that is what you're trying to bring out into the workplace and so that you don't try to bring out something that isn't you. Because once you have a sense and once you can click into what that strong, energized, confident version of you sounds like, You'll know how it feels and you'll know that that's what you're aiming for. And when you're able to get to a place of confidence that you can do it at work and you can bring out that communication style and that confidence at work, it'll feel good because it'll feel like you because it's the same you that you were all along. And this is so, so important to me. And I think there are fewer things more important for women building confidence than to do so authentically. And so begin to notice how you feel and how you sound when you're at your strongest and most excited and when you're not too worried about what others are thinking about you. And I can tell you that for me, that's often when I'm around the people that I'm closest to and when I'm talking about the things that really, really get me excited. And that's really helped me to understand my true energy and to bring out more of that energy at work And interestingly, the more I've brought out that energy, the more I've connected with people, because I think that when we're being authentic, the people around us can feel it. So when you really dial up your energy in the direction of your true voice and what's really true for you, the people around you can feel it and they respond to it and they connect to you and they enjoy your presence. And so please don't try to change who you are or skew your communication in some way that doesn't feel good or that feels weird. I really don't recommend doing that. I don't think that's helpful for women. I think what's most helpful is for us 
to learn to be ourselves and to rediscover the strength of being ourselves and to bring that out in a work environment. But now you're probably wondering, okay, how do I do that? How do I bring out myself? How do I show more of myself? How do I bring more energy, more enthusiasm, more animation to the way that I speak and the way that I share information at work, whether it's to one person or a whole group of people? How do I speak with a strong and confident energy about me? And what I'm going to share with you, which I'm so excited to share, is actually something that I have not learned at work, but this is stuff that I learned in my new budding career in performing arts. So I've now spent several months studying improv stage acting, and that actually led me to study something which is a little bit of a niche, but it's called musical improv. And if you've never seen a musical improv show, they are so good and so funny. So I highly recommend seeing one. I like them so much. I've now performed in them. Um, But musical improv is similar to improv, but one thing is different. And the one thing that is different is when you're doing your improv scenes on stage, there's a live musician, usually someone playing the keyboard. And during your scene, you'll actually break into song and you'll make up a song on the spot and you'll sing the song for your audience. And it's usually funny. And it's really hard to do. If it sounds hard, it is hard. There are tricks you learn, but it's definitely hard, but so much fun and so worth it. But anyway... As part of this class, I had to learn a lot more about stage presence because when you are doing musical numbers and you're performing and singing and doing some simple dance movements on stage, you really need to engage the audience. You need to make them want to look at you. You need to make them believe that you're feeling the emotion that your character is conveying in the song. That's what makes it engaging for them to watch you. And so What we learned in that class is how to be engaging, how to be animated, how to convey strength, how to convey feeling. And that experience really made me realize the power of my body and the power of my mind and my emotions as they connect to my body. And it's actually a beautiful thing for me. And I hope that you can find some of this beauty and some of this enjoyment as you follow this episode. The reason that it was so wonderful for me was because in all of the exercises that I did as part of learning how to express myself and be in my body on stage, it was very fun and playful. And I felt like I got to play and experiment and have fun. And it really reminded me of, you know, when you're a little kid and you're with your friends and you're just like playing and you're just playing, you're imagining that you're the grown up mom shopping at the grocery store because when you're little, apparently that's like a really exciting aspiration, right? Or you're playing house with your friends or you're just like doing dances and silly things. It really brought that out in me, and I really enjoyed reconnecting to that part of myself as part of this, and I'm going to actually walk you through an exercise that you can do, and as you do it, I just want you to think about this idea of playfulness, this idea of play, of fun, of what it's like to be a kid and be playing a character, and to not really be worrying about what other people think. And the reason that I'm talking about play and the reason that I'm kind of telling you to do this from a more playful angle is because with what I'm about to walk you through, these kind of body expressive exercises, it's really easy to get really self-conscious and be like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing that. I can't do that. And then you're just like, no, this is too weird for me not doing it. 
right? I'm, I totally have a skeptical side to me. I completely understand that line of thinking. And I think also we get self-conscious and we feel weird. Like I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to do some not weird things in this episode, but like some body expressive exercises that are going to help you see what confidence feels like. And if you don't approach them with a sense of play and with a sense of like not taking yourself so seriously, it might be really hard to let go and actually do them. And so I encourage you to tap into your playful side and tap into the side of you that can just have fun and that isn't afraid to try something different. Because if you do try this, I think it will help you understand how you can begin to change and alter your communication style to really express your true self and your strongest, most confident self at work. So I'm going to walk you through this exercise. And if you want to do this live as I walk you through it, all you will need is just a room that has enough open space that you can walk across it. It doesn't need to be a crazy amount of space, but I would say wherever you're listening to this, maybe go somewhere where there's somewhere where you can take a few steps because you're going to be walking across the room and using that to understand how to embody and express different feelings and different energies. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to have you do some really crazy simple exercises that don't require any skill. They just require openness and playfulness and a smile on your face. That is it. And after each one, I'll kind of explain what we're doing here so you can get a sense of this. And then this is something that you can do on your own as often as you want to help yourself tap into those different energies within you and to help train yourself to bring those out in a professional setting. And I'll walk you through all of that at the end so you know what you can practically do with this once you understand this exercise. So the first thing that I want you to do is you might have to put the phone down if you're holding it while you're listening to this episode, but I just want you to walk across the room. So if you're listening to this now, just walk across the room, pause it if you need to, and once you're done with that, you can come back and I'm going to give you the next step of the exercise if you need to pause, pause, but if not, we're going into step two. Now, I want you to walk across the room the same way you did before, go back to where you started, so kind of reset your position to where you were, but this time, I want you to look at a point on the other side of the room, pick that point and in your mind, I want you to think, I am walking towards that point. And I want you to do the same exact exercise. So go ahead and do that. Okay, great. So what we're doing here is we're taking a normal act, walking across the room that you do every single day, and we're experimenting and we're playing with what it feels like to put intention and feeling behind that act. So the first time you just walked across the room, whatever. The second time when you picked a point to walk to, you may have looked slightly different because rather than just moseying across the room, you picked a point and walked with intention to that point. Now you're going to do it another time and we're going to turn up the dial again. And this time, I want you to walk towards that point with happiness. So I want you to imagine that the thing that you're walking to at that point is the thing that you have been 
so excited to walk to and you've been waiting and now is your moment. So now I want you to do this walk again, thinking that in your head. Great. And now we're going to try it again. And this time when you walk to that point, I want you to walk to that point eagerness. You are so excited to walk to that point. You have been waiting to walk to that point. You've been waiting all day to walk to that point and you finally get to walk to that point. And I want you to do it again with that eagerness like you can't wait and you're finally getting to walk to that point and go ahead and do it. Wonderful. Excellent. And now we're going to do this one more time. And this time I want you to walk to that point with confidence. You feel so strong in who you are. You know you are walking to that point, and I want you to go ahead and reset your positioning and walk to that point. All right. Now, one of the most fun and wonderful things about an exercise like this is that A, it's quick, it's easy, you can do it as many times as you want to, and you can pick other mental states that you want to think about or exude as you walk across the room. You can do so with sadness. You can do so with anger. Now, the reason that I picked happiness and eagerness and confidence is because those are some of the qualities that you might want to bring to your communication at work. Now, the whole point of this exercise that I did with you, the point of it in a theater setting and the point of it in this setting that we're talking about right now on the podcast, is to help you understand that you are in control of your body and that you can make choices about how you move, about how you act, and those choices could convey something different. So if you were to record yourself for those five different walking across the room, one just aimlessly walking across, then picking a point and walking to it, then walking with happiness, then walking with eagerness, then walking with confidence, if you were to watch yourself you would look different every single time. Why do you look different? You look different because you intended to walk in a different way. So the first time you did the exercise, you had zero intention. You probably just walked across the room like a normal person. But then with every instruction that I gave you, you followed the instruction. And this is really important because what this shows us and helps us learn and embody and experience is that when we place our intention on our physical expression, we can modulate it and we can change it, right? And if you're trying to speak up with more confidence, you can recognize that your default state of communication, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with at all. But your default state of communication might be just you walking across the room like I told you to do the first time before I gave you any sort of direction. So when you walk into a meeting or when you're having a conversation at work, most likely you are just being the person who just walks across the room, right? But there are other ways that you can be. You have options and you can bring your intention and your direction to the communication and instead of being in default mode like you were the first time you walked across the room, you can now decide what it is you want to convey. And now this might sound strange and you might be thinking, okay, Jessica, you just told me to be authentic 
Um, but now you're telling me that I should do an acting exercise and decide how I'm supposed to feel and feel that way. So don't worry. That's not what I'm suggesting. What I'm suggesting is you actually take intentional steps to bring mindfulness and intention to your communication at work so that you are moving your communication closer to the authentic style that is natural to you. So it's that authentic style that I talked about in the beginning of this episode, the one that is you at your best and at your strongest. And how I recommend you implement this is first, I recommend that you do this walking across the room exercise with any emotions that you want for two reasons. One is to simply get comfortable being playful with yourself alone. The more comfortable that you can get being playful with yourself alone, the more confidence you will build because you will stop judging yourself. And when you learn to suspend judgment of yourself and do silly things and be weird... That will build authentic confidence that will translate into the workplace. So that's number one. But number two, I want you to train your brain to see that you have the ability to change how you behave and to change what you're expressing based on your intention. But like I said before, we want it to be authentic. We don't want it to feel forced. We don't want it to feel fake. And that is why I recommend using this approach to take baby steps towards the type of communication that you desire and that feels authentic and confident to you. And when I say baby steps, I truly mean baby steps. So the way that you implement this at work is not by sitting down to start your meeting and saying, my intention for this meeting is to be strong and powerful and confident for the entire meeting and I will start doing that now. That is a lot. That's a really high bar. And especially if you're someone who does struggle to speak up and who is really working on building confidence to all of a sudden say to yourself, I'm going to be confident during this meeting and to expect it to be as easy as the exercise where you said, I'm going to walk across the room confidently, right? It might be much more difficult. Walking across the room when you're alone confidently might be a lot easier to do than going into a meeting at work and saying, okay, now I'm going to talk for 45 minutes confidently, right? That's a bigger leap. So instead, what I recommend is creating teeny tiny micro goals and after you feel like you've mastered each micro goal moving on to the next one so there are a few ways to do this and I'll give a couple of concrete examples that you can try out and please do try these out because I promise you that if you give these a try and you give it your best shot and you're gentle and patient with yourself it will slowly help you feel more comfortable expressing your true self at work and really tapping into your authentic style at work So the first way that you can implement this by taking baby steps is to simply set a communication intention just for the first few minutes of you speaking up. So you don't need to sound confident the entire time. You don't need to remember for 45 minutes how you want to sound. But just set a simple goal of when I start speaking for my first sentence or two, I want to sound blank. I want to sound engaged. I want to sound happy. I want to sound enthusiastic. I want to sound excited. I want to sound confident, right? Fill in the blank with however you want to sound and set the goal of 
only needing to sound that way for one or two sentences. And you can even make this goal smaller by setting the goal of sounding that way before the meeting even starts and when there's small talk. So maybe instead of being in default mode when people are getting ready for the meeting and their small talk, maybe you decide, I'm going to have one exchange with one person where I'm going to bring out a little bit more of my genuine, confident energy than I usually do. And that is my goal for the meeting. And once I checked off that goal, I have been successful. So that's one tiny micro goal you can set. Another way that you can do this is you can pick a little baby action step that you want to do maybe two or three times during the meeting. So maybe you decide that you want to smile and bring a positive, excited energy just one or two times in the meeting. So you just want to remind yourself once or twice at some point during the meeting, smile, I'm happy to be here, right? Of course, as long as it feels genuine. I'm not talking about like, you know how women get told smile and you're like, screw you, don't tell me to smile. Not that kind. It's got to be genuine, right? But pick your goal. Pick the adjective, fill in the blank with how you want to sound, how you want to feel, what energy you want to convey, and set a goal to do that twice, maybe three times during the meeting. So remind yourself twice or three times during the meeting. Maybe if you're presenting a specific presentation, you could actually pick a couple points within the presentation as secret reminders for yourself of like, oh, I want to give off X energy. Okay, let me remember to do that for like the next sentence or two, right? And so both of these goals, right, the first couple of sentences goal and like the can I do this a couple of times in the meeting goal, these are tiny goals and they're intended to be tiny because when we're building confidence and we're doing scary things like trying to communicate with more strength and more energy, these are very, very hard things to do. And it's really, really important that you set yourself up for success and not set the bar so high that you might not meet it and you might not feel very good afterwards, right? It's important to set a goal that feels attainable and that you are capable of doing with some focus and with some courage. And I like to start with something small. And when I succeed at that something small, I celebrate the heck out of it. And I encourage you to celebrate the heck out of it because that will remind you that you are changing and growing out of your own decision, which is so wonderful. And you did something courageous, which is you showed up, even if it was just for a few minutes, you showed up in a way that you haven't before. And for doing that, you deserve as much accolade as you can possibly give yourself. And once you have one success, you can pivot your focus and say, great, when is my next opportunity to do that again? And you'll do it again and again and again. And soon it'll become second nature. And soon one sentence of you sounding energized and sounding like the truest version of you will turn into two sentences and three sentences and four sentences. And at some point, if you stay mindful and intentional about allowing yourself to open up and show who you are and show your true energy at work, you will get to a point where that is your natural way of communicating and you will feel happier, you will feel more at ease, you will feel more relaxed, and you will come off as confident without even trying very much. So in the beginning, I think it does require a little bit of a pivot and a little bit of intention behind it, which is why I want you to start small. 
but many small steps eventually can add up to massive transformation. And it is up to you to have the faith that that transformation will come and to celebrate and have the courage to celebrate you being able to bring that strength for just one sentence or one minute. It doesn't matter how small progress is. Progress equals progress. Anything that's greater than zero is progress. And in my mind, negative numbers are progress too. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But my end takeaway for you, I'll wrap this up in a bow by saying that building confidence in a way that's sustainable, in my opinion, requires you to tap in to your truest communication. So first think about how you want to sound and what types of situations you sound your most authentic in and try to bring that energy to work. Try to bring your true energy to work as opposed to the energy you quote unquote think you should have been, right? Step two is to understand how a small amount of intention and a small amount of focus can really enable you to convey different emotions and different energies using your body. And the walking across the room exercise showed you that. And you can do that at any time you want. And if you want to repeat it exactly as I structured it, I'll put it in the show notes. But it's one, walk across the room. Two, pick a point across the room and walk towards it. Three, pick a point and walk towards it with excitement. Four, pick a point and walk towards it with eagerness. Five, pick a point and walk towards it with confidence. And through that exercise, you can see that with a little bit of intention and focus, you can change the way you show up. You can change the way your body is. And you can do the same exact thing, not just with walking across the room, but with showing up and communicating and speaking in a professional setting. And you get to decide how you want to speak. Just like when you're walking across the room, you can decide what emotion you want to be expressing as you walk to that point across the room, right? Is it eager? Is it happy? Is it confident? Is it sad? Is it confused? Just like you pick that emotion, you also get to pick the emotion or the energy that you want to convey at work. And that's a great thing because you could pick the one that's most authentic to you which is really important because I don't think there's much of a point in getting stronger or more confident if it's not real and if it's not really connected to the truth of who we are. So I hope that helped. And if you try it, please let me know. Please report back to me. And I would say if you're thinking that this is a silly exercise, just give it a chance. It's really important to be open to things. And it's one thing to think about a concept and hear me talking about it. And doing something is completely different, right? So I could sit here and tell you all of the things that I learned how to do to do musical improv. But you wouldn't get very good at it unless you actually did it. And this walking across the room exercise is no different. The only way for you to really embody this is to actually do it and feel your body change and feel how your intention and your focus links into what your body does so that you have that experience and you can recall that feeling and bring it forth in the situations when you need it at work. So anyway, I hope this helps. Hope you're doing well. And thank you so, so much for tuning into the show today. It's so good to be talking with you and to have you listening. And I hope that you're doing well. I'm really excited for next week's episode because we have a return guest coming. I won't say who, I'm going to keep it a surprise, but she was a favorite of me and many of you. So you might be able to guess who she is. If you can guess, if you think you know who it is, DM me on Instagram. 
My handle is The Art of Speaking Up and let me know who you think it is or just DM me to say hello or just DM me to tell me how your walking across the room exercise looked. And as a fun little bonus to put my money where my mouth is, I'm going to record myself doing this exercise and I'm going to post it in the Facebook group and I'm going to make this super, super fun because what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the walks across the room and I'm going to have you guess what the emotion was. So I won't necessarily do the exact like happy, confident, eager walking across the room that I talked about here. I'll maybe mix in a few others and then I'll post them and then you can guess what I'm doing and that'll prove to you that these differences in how we appear and how we communicate and how we behave are real because you'll see me do it and you'll see what I'm talking about. So if you want to participate in that quiz and see my walks across the room, they will be in the Facebook group as soon as this episode is up. And if you're listening to this episode a little bit later, just search in the discussion area of the Facebook group, walks across the room, and you should be able to find it. And you can guess what my underlying emotion was. That should be fun. And by the way, to find the Facebook group, just search The Art of Speaking Up on Facebook, or I'll put a link in the show notes. And with that, it's time for me to go. This is so funny. Every time I sit down to record a solo episode, I always think, all right, I'm going to do a short one. I'm going to be disciplined. This is going to be like 20 minutes. I'm going to get through this. And it always ends up being almost an hour, which is hilarious. What can I do? Anyway, hope you're doing well. Time for me to go and I'll catch you next week. Bye.